0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I'm talking about the new film, came out this year, 2023, Maestro. This is written, directing, starring Bradley Cooper, co-written by Josh Singer, uh, also starring Carey Mulligan. In this movie, this love story chronicles the lifelong relationship of conductor-composer Leonard Bernstein with actress Felicia Montalegro Cohen Bernstein, the name that just keeps on giving. Uh, as far as this movie is concerned, I wasn't the biggest Bradley Cooper fan going into it. Let's just say that. Not that I don't like the guy. I just felt like he's a bit overrated. I haven't really loved him in anything. I didn't really love A Star is Born as much as everybody else did. Uh, But still, you know, and I'm also not a fan of biopics in general, especially like musical biopics. Generally, they're very bad. Uh, So there was a lot of things that had my bar very low. Let's just say that. And with all that said, I love this movie. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you can't say that I'm somebody that isn't willing to change his opinion on an actor or director or both, whatever it is. I want to watch good movies. I don't want to sit down and watch bad movies. I don't like doing that. Especially, like, having to sit through a movie that I'm going to talk about because then not only do I have to watch it, but I have to take notes on all the things I don't like. Thankfully, I love this movie. I would say, even though maybe this is recency bias, I would say, and maybe because it took me by surprise at how much I love this movie, I would say that this might be a masterpiece from Bradley Cooper, uh, which uh, by all means could be high praise, uh, and maybe it's because my bar was so low going in. Uh, Maybe if I rewatch this movie in a few years, I might not be as blown away by it, but as of right now, I was blown away. I could easily see this film winning all kinds of awards. I haven't seen all the other films necessarily that are going to be in contention, not that that's even been released, released yet, but, you know, this time of year, there tends to be a tsunami of Uh, candidates for best picture so we will see where this uh, if this gets nominated for anything but I wouldn't be surprised I would not be surprised if this picks up a bunch of nominations and would not be surprised if it won those nominations because this is kind of this is the kind of movie that I think wins these kinds of things not that I'm a fan of award shows, but you know, they tend to love this kind of stuff. And I, what can I say? I loved it as well. You know, I would highly recommend this movie. Uh I mean, obviously, you know, I don't it's not like A Star is Born. It is a great movie. It is a really great movie along with a great performance from Bradley Cooper. This was my favorite Bradley Cooper film uh as a director, as I guess, a writer as well. I'm not sure of everything that he's written. Uh, but a- as an actor as well, I think this was the best he's ever been, in my opinion. And a really well-made, well-crafted film from top to bottom. Every aspect of this film, I think, works. And I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, I haven't seen everything yet. There are movies that I'm highly anticipate, anticipating to watch. Uh, which hopefully I will be able to do so in the next few weeks so I can populate a top five list to do an episode of which comes out on Sundays my top five podcast on YouTube and podcast apps but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this makes the list as of right now it is one of my favorite movies I don't know how it ranks with other movies that I've seen that I think are amazing as well another one I may be talking about later on in this week but I was shocked how much I love this movie. I was shocked. Blown away. Pleasantly. Let's take a short break from this episode. Listeners, if you're an art lover like I am or simply somebody who appreciates unique creativity, I've got something you'll adore. Dive into the world of The Many Faces, an ongoing series of mesmerizing ink paintings on paper. Each piece is a captivating blend of abstract and surreal always presenting a face that tells its own story. The dedication behind this series is unmatched, with new paintings being released daily, and if you're thinking about owning one, you're in luck. You can start with a 4x6 inch painting for just $20, and if you desire something grander, there are large sizes available with prices to match. Imagine having an original piece of art infused with emotion and mystery, gracing your space, so if you're intrigued, don't wait. Check out the entire collection and get your own at InspiredDisorder.com. Own a piece of creativity that truly stands out. Now let's get back to the show. I got to say, the Bradley Cooper's direction and his performance are absolutely amazing in this. They're so good. And the story I love, the way the story is told in such a way where even though it is technically about Leonard Bernstein it is not he is not the focus right it is just as much a movie about his wife uh, Felicia that it is his uh, which i enjoy um you know that even in scenes like obviously there's moments where he is absolutely the focus but even within scenes, it's clear that, like, the story of, of how it's told and, like, seeing the, the life of this guy through kind of a different perspective than most movies that are this type, right? This is a movie about art and artists as well as the people in their lives and how those people are impacted by that kind of life by being... Uh, near somebody who is an artist and kind of especially this particular kind of artist living this particular kind of life and how to manage so many different aspects of life similarly to a conductor and these are the people outside particularly his wife who manage life for herself for him for her family acting very much in her own way like a conductor managing so many elements, right But instead of elements of music, conducting elements of life, conducting uh, the people in her life. So absolutely loved all the that aspect of this, the way this is told it's not your typical like origin story for your favorite songs like most musical biopics are. Um, you know, from the creation of something, To the performance, it shows the kind of journey of an artist and a journey of the people in in his life. Like I said, just as much about Felicia uh, and her ability to conduct and manage their lives together, along with their family and their own desires, as she is her own woman and has her own desires, as he has desires outside of what his core life is. And this movie is just as much if not more an examination of her life with him uh as he isn't always the focus, which I enjoy. I I love that. Right? This is this is told more like just a, a well told movie that happens to have Leonard Bernstein in it and be about him but not only be about him. Right? And the look of this film, I I loved as well, and love how it evolves and grows over the length of the film, along with the characters, starting off in black and white, and eventually transitioning into color. Um, I, I also believe that the style change throughout this movie is also a reflection of just how cinema looked at the time, which I don't know for sure, but would wouldn't be surprised if that was an added layer of an added layer to this movie but in each part it seems to represent different moods from the black and white to the color from the romantic view of art and love to kind of the more brutal raw reality of how much more difficult life is to manage when you have fame involved when you have a a family that is growing uh and you have past relationship dynamics uh that become more challenging and the makeup effects there was a lot of hubbub around bradley cooper wearing a, a fake nose uh in my opinion the makeup effects in this film were amazing uh matched with Bradley's performance it's probably the most believable kind of old man makeup I've seen in in regards to aging a character up and it's weird everybody was just complaining about the nose which I don't I think it works you know it makes him look more like the original guy but doesn't look like he's wearing a fake nose and What I do love as well is that Bradley Cooper kind of disappears into this character where you stop thinking about watching Bradley Cooper performing as somebody, but you see this character come to life by way of Bradley Cooper, which I appreciate that as well. It's another reason why it's my favorite Bradley Cooper performance. And... The subtlety of of how he gets older throughout the course of the film but the makeup is amazing right it never feels or looks like makeup or prosthetics right even his hand every bit of it like there's a lot of close-ups where they're doing like interviews and it looks amazing right better than everybody's what everybody's trying to do with digital effects whether it's aging people down like the irishman that looks looked horrible Or which the physical performance of the Irishman, despite being aged down, looked very unbelievable. Or even movies like Benjamin Button, which are amazing technical special effects, but aren't as believable as what they were able to accomplish in this movie, which I really enjoyed. And of course, the performances in this movie are great, right? I could see Best Actor, Supporting Actress, nominations, and possible wins for the leads in this easily right so many beautiful visuals matched with a beautiful score which i imagine is all leonard bernstein uh, music aside from maybe a needle drop from rem but the visuals are amazing along with the score that matches the emotions of what's going on it really kind of feels like an experience more than just a narrative film Where the moments and the visuals and the music all work together to kind of let you float along through these people's lives together, not necessarily examining the details in the kind of narrative aspect like most biopics would, but expressing the emotions through the score and the montage of visuals, kind of showing the progression of these people's lives in many instances. Right. It's not about the origin story of all of the greatest hits, like all musical biopics are. It's like, oh, this is how Johnny Cash wrote this song. This is how Queen wrote this song. This is how they performed it in the studios. Like, Give us the real story. Let us see what it's like for them in real life, not just the origin story for Bohemian Rhapsody, right? It's about who he was as a person and as an artist, which I appreciate. You know, what his relationship was like with his wife and his children and what his attitude was like towards his own work. But also how his wife was impacted and how she was basically the maestro of their life together and their family and the difficulties of their life and their love inside and out of their relationship. And what is really important in the end, finding out what's really important, right? When everything means the most. And this movie has all of that. And I really appreciated it. And I really liked it. I was really surprised. I was really surprised. Let's take a short break from this episode. Listeners, let me paint you a picture Imagine owning a piece of art that's not only visually striking, but also exclusive. Dive deep into the world of the many faces, a series that's now available as high quality, limited edition prints. Each piece captures the essence of abstract and surreal beauty, making it a perfect conversation starter for your space. What makes these prints even more special? They're all hand signed and numbered by the artist, me adding that personal touch of authenticity. And the best part, you don't need to break the bank to own one. Starting at just $5 for a 4x6 inch size, with sizes and prices that scale up, giving you options to suit your space and your budget. Art collectors, enthusiasts, or anyone who loves unique pieces, this is your chance. Elevate your walls and own a piece of limited edition artistry Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com and secure your exclusive print today. Now let's get back to the show. But I do want to talk about spoilers. I want to talk about specific moments, specific things, specific elements of this film. So if you don't want to be spoiled, I highly recommend checking out this movie over on Netflix. Check it out. Watch it. Come back. And if you don't care about spoilers, you just want to hear my thoughts on this film and maybe those my opinions on those, the details will convince you to watch this movie regardless. Spoiler warning. Right? This movie starts with cl- kind of a classic Hollywood feel, but with the modern energy, right? You have the camera, it, it ha- has more modern movements, it's able to do much more, and the performances, the actors involved are going to be more grounded. So it's a, an interesting mix of like this old. Black and white, what films look like when they are filmed in black and white before they went to color, the style of acting, but with modern day influences in some ways. The performances are very much like of the time, but heightened in a way where they feel more grounded. They feel like real people doing these types of performances the camera has the look and feel of what the camera did the 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 aspect of what the camera added to a film back then but with modern day flourishes like drone shots but you still have some amazing compositions and some amazing shots that look like shots that were thought of and and conceived of back then so I enjoy the way this, the, the vibe of the way this movie uh, starts, right? Almost like it's a movie that was made back then, right? Not just the black and white and the four by three aspect ratio, right? But the way the people spoke, um, but with all kind of a more modern clarity and sharpness to it. And again, amazing shots, very dynamic, complex shots, while others very basic with just amazing compositions. And interesting musical numbers as well as these people, after they meet and they start to date, there's this great musical performance where they're both on stage. It's kind of like a scene that at one point, One aspect of the scene is showing him working on a stage production. But in this scene, it's also communicating what their relationship is like. That she knows about his attraction to men and is completely open with it, right? She's supportive of whatever... He needs to be as long as she, there's a line where she says, as long as I'm not sacrificing anything. Once I start sacrificing, then I'm gone. But very interesting musical number, right, kind of illustrating the emotional dynamics, right, his desire for men. But also her desire for another man that uh, – because she is an actress herself. And there's this other man that she fell in love with as well that's outside of this relationship, right, right. Yet they're together, kind of in this scene, this musical scene is a very creative way to show all of those things in a very interesting, playful way where that that moment is communicating a lot of different things. Um, And nothing seems to be kept a secret in their relationship. Right. They have a very copacetic relationship, like they seem very happy, both of them, with their arrangement that they have. Right. Where they're both benefiting from it. Right. She mentions again while talking to her sister or to his sister, I should say, which a um, great uh, role from. Um, God, what's her name? Um, amazing comedian. And I'm blanking on her name. And now I'm going to have to look it up. <sighs> Sarah Silverman. Maybe if I just thought about it instead of scrolling and stuff. Sarah Silverman's great. She plays the sister of Leonard Bernstein. Uh, But there's a scene where Felicia is talking to his sister and mentions that once there is a sacrifice on her end, then she's out. Right, kind of talking about their unique situation. But then you have things change in a lot of ways. First, the color. You get color added to this about 47, 45 minutes into this movie. Right, and it's not only a tradition transition of the look of the film. Also, you're getting a transition of performances from the characters. Um, It's not as like theatrical or uh, the energy of what film was like in black and white time versus the progression of this movie. You get more grounded and real performances. And moments versus that kind of playful whimsical opening that is in black and white which is very much more of the romantic aspect of this movie and then when it shifts to color it kind of shows the reality it, it clarifies things brings everything into focus and you see that maybe in time not everything stays as copacetic right the romance of the uh, initial life that they had together is kind of faded right the transition from romantic to real and you have this the symbiosis is kind of wearing thin between the two of them Um, as there's this party it's a thanksgiving party right everybody's at their house uh, and you see bernstein leaving with a young man uh, at the party kind of taking him you know kind of striking up a conversation whatever and he's like oh let's go check it let's go to the roof see what's going on on the roof right and he's kind of trying to get this kid away so he can go make out with him or whatever not kid but he's a younger man right and you see her see it and warn him and it's not because she is like offended that he's cuz that's part of that's not something that she's new to it seemed if you read into everything in the beginning it is that she's protecting more so maybe his public persona maybe but also we find out later that she's also kind of protecting her kids from finding out as well which is interesting that they have this kind of relationship but because of society at the time they would be worried to not let their kids know that their dad is bisexual basically or or fluid with his his sexual preference right which is an an interesting wrinkle showing that you know it's not the perfect you know situation for them especially now that they have older kids you know their kids are older they're not just the romance is kind of it, it is the clarity of reality is is upon them. And this is when I start to realize in many ways that she is the true maestro of the relationship, that this movie may be titled after her. She might be the titular maestro in many ways, especially when it comes to their family, right? Someone somehow kind of allowing it all to kind of work together, leaving him open to create letting him explore and indulge in relationships with men while keeping it from their children, right? Possibly also from the public and not sure if she ever ends up feeling like she's sacrificing herself, sacrificing her acting career, which I think maybe she was, especially having the kids, right? Because they have like three kids at this point. So maybe she is she is starting to feel like she is sacrificing. she said she was out. And it's great because, oh well, maybe that wasn't maybe that that party was a different party, but then there was the Thanksgiving party where they have an argument, right? They kind of where she lays it all out for him and how he affects the family what he does and and how it's the dynamics have changed and she finally lays it all out and uh him not loving himself drains them of all of their energy drains the family the fact that he kind of has this you know negative view of himself he has a very very much a similar kind of view of himself that i think a lot of artists have uh where they're very down on themselves very doubtful and very uh, like imposter syndrome not believing that their abilities are like somebody's about to find out in some ways although i think he may have a little bit more ego as well but either way uh she tells him as well that he's gonna die a lonely queen if he keeps doing these things right and it's very passionate and you know thorough expression of her feelings that have been bottled up for years i'm sure and the regrets of right the man that she loved or that loved her but uh, has since died right that like she may have had this guy that actually put his energy into her instead of putting his energy into his work. But it's too late for that. And it's, you have all of this heavy talk going on, this this confrontation that we haven't seen from them, right? Everything was great, fine and dandy, and now they have older kids. It's wearing thin. They're having this heavy talk. And meanwhile, you have the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade, like literally floats going past the window. Snoopy, a giant Snoopy balloon floats by the window as the family's banging on the door, telling them they need to come out and watch the parade. Very funny juxtaposition of emotions in that scene. Uh, I love that scene. Uh, And from that moment, they kind of, you know, cuts to they... Apparently, you know, s- separated or just allowed each other to do their own things. He stops hiding, seemingly, and just starts kind of being free. The, the, the repression that he's had of trying to hide this aspect of him seems to have uh, finally, the pressure has, has let loose. And now he's, you know, going full, partying, drugs, right, going all in. Right. Like the cork of the champagne bottle finally gave way from just a lifetime of pressure. And he's just just going hard, as it were, Uh, as an older man, too. So which, again, performance of Bradley Cooper, along with the makeup, he looks like an older guy that is like exhausted partying. (laughs) Like he's too old for this shit, but he's still going regardless. Um And you also see the wife kind of having her own life, seemingly acting again, or I don't know if she'd ever quit, but seems like that's what she had sacrificed. Now the kids are older. She's going back to acting, kind of having her own, what she thinks having her own affairs, but ending up the guy that uh, she was sweet on ends up being gay himself. And she thinks maybe that's just, (laughs) maybe that's just who's attracted to her, Um, which is another kind of humorous scene. Uh, and the look of the film along with the passage of time that's going on from black and white to color, uh, kind of getting that grainy look of the 70s when as they get older is great. I, I love all that, the visuals kind of matching the, the timeline as we progress. Um, but subtly, Not I mean obviously the, the biggest was black and white to color. Um, and then there's two great moments – that show their love for each other and their support for each other when it's really important. Her showing up to this performance he's doing that seems very important. I'm sure it was. I don't know technically what it was, but in the movie it clearly was his like grand performance and she showed up and he was surprised that she showed up very emotional moment. And then, later the end of this film when she finds she she has cancer like he's there from the diagnosis to the treatment he's there for her right when it means everything they were there for each other which I love that it's a great love story very unique love story that is also a musical biopic and because it's more of this unique love story that just happens to be involving an actress and a famous composer. It never became the origin story for this hit maker, like so many musical biopics are, right? A very beautiful film. One of the best music, musical biopics I think I've seen. Uh, my favorite Bradley Cooper film as a director and as an actor. I'm very excited to see what he does next. I don't know of another artist who's shined as bright in front of the camera as they do behind it as he did. Uh, I tried to think of it. I mean, there's some great actors turned directors that do amazing films but maybe didn't have the same magic on screen and vice versa, some amazing actors that when they go behind the camera maybe don't uh, knock it out of the park in the same way. Uh, but in this movie, it seemed like the stars align and Bradley Cooper as the actor, writer, director, uh, it was it, it he pulled it off, and th- that's why I would I would personally from now on have all the respect in the world for Bradley Cooper. He is a true artist, uh, very impressive, right? This movie blew me away; just an absolute treat to watch. And this is why I watch movies, even if the bar is low, even if I'm not expecting. To like the movie, I want to like every movie I watch. I want every movie I watch to blow me away. I want directors and actors that I don't like to... I like to see them find greatness again. When M. Night Shyamalan was putting out a lot of stinkers, I still had faith that he has good films in him. I think actors like Will Smith and Ben Affleck are some of the worst actors working right now, some of the most overrated actors working right now. But I will still give them a chance because I've seen them do good stuff and I want that for them. Similarly to directors like uh, uh, Zack Snyder, who, one, I don't know how this guy gets so much money to make these giant films that are just some of the worst things I have personally seen. Of director that I really do not like. Uh, but I'll still tr- I'll try. I will put on Rebel Moon. I don't know if I'll get through it, but I'll give it a shot. And Bradley Cooper, I gave him a shot. And uh, man, knocked it out of the park. Um, so people have loved Bradley Cooper as an actor and a director for a while. But for me, it wasn't until this film that I can finally agree with them. Uh, he is a true artist, and I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts and insights on The Maestro. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or even on YouTube.com slash where all these reviews are available in video format. Until next time.